Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! Week one of the NFL almost in the books. Got a little Monday night football tonight. <laughs> Russell Wilson going up against his old team. One of my guys, Russell Wilson. Somebody sent me a video of him. Yeah. You guys may have seen it. It was at a Broncos practice. Okay? Yes. Yes, exactly. You know where I was going with that. So he's – it's practice. There's nobody there. He's running out onto the practice field, and the TV cameras got him like a local news station or whatever. And he does that like little – that giddy-up thing, and he kind of claps his hands like, I'm going to run out to practice. He you know, kind of throws his hands up like, yep. here we go. And then he runs by pantomiming high, pantomiming high fives to people that aren't there. Like, what, what are we... Is it's, he a robot? That's what I'm getting at, right? It is so okay. strange. He's it such strange. a strange guy. I'm not saying it's not strange. Granted, a couple of times I jog back from the restroom <laughs> in the hallway with my lives. hands out and just hitting both sides of the walls. Sure. Um, is that more because it is strange? But is it more because it's him? Like, it does, would, Well, yes. If, if Patrick Mahomes did it, it would be strange. But you'd be like... Like what? Huh? Because I think if Pat Mahomes did it, I think every kid in America is now you might be right <laughs> running that. around. You might be right with about no that. high fives. It's it's he's so inauthentic that everything is pre-programmed. This is how I run from the tunnel. I put my hands up. Am I the only one that likes him? I think I'm yes. the only one that likes him. Yeah, I, I mean he's uninterested. He's here. Here are the things he's really good at: playing football. Okay, getting pretty. Singers to marry him. Right. He's, very, uh, he's very, he's very, good two. at those things. Two for he's two. very good <laughs> at that department. Everything else feels like I don't it's think something I need to know anything that's else. been put in a, like a computer program. I mean, who runs out high fiving people that aren't there? That's really he's peculiar. practicing everything about game days. But that, but that who practices? <laughs> can I, can I tell you hey, I'm happy to I, see you. That's when I, weird. When man. I did watch it in my head, I was like, what are the chances that they bring this up during the show? <laughs> because it's Russell Wilson. It, it's weird, man. If it was Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson, we're bringing it <laughs> Those up. Those are the two. <laughs> it, I, I get like routine. Anyway, it was it was very very peculiar. Best thing I saw this weekend was not Russell Wilson invisible high five uh, the people that were there. Yeah, I mentioned this during the it happened during the preseason, but it happened yesterday. Justin Reed, who's a safety on the Chiefs, oh yeah, kicked an extra point. Kicked off through the back of the end zone a couple of times. Uh, Butker, the Chiefs kicker, yeah. um, like he planted his foot and rolled his ankle and kind of got hurt. Their backup kicker isn't the punter like most teams. It's their safety. It's so awesome. Now, he shanked another PAT hey. attempt, but I love watching. It's like watching a, like a shortstop pitch, only yeah. this guy's good at this. It was really fun to see. So, by the way, I didn't see the, uh, the shank. Yeah, they, so they, I'm, they're yeah, only showing me. Collection. They're almost. They're only showing me the great product because I walked away like, yeah, this is. You guys got a new kicker. <laughs> I okay. <laughs> the highlight reel that Why I saw that I was like, this is how is not every safety now going to their coach and saying, I want a shot at this. <laughs> but I did not see the shank of the. You know, it, w- it would happen right up until because the idea is, listen, 
we got 11 guys to cover kicks, yeah. right? Instead of playing 10, mm-hmm. we got 11. We got our safeties, the kicker, and he can make PATs. The problem comes when you decide, okay, we're down, you know, 30 to 29. There's yep. two seconds left. It's a 35-yard field goal, and your safety misses the kick. It's when then the you're getting lost. fired. That, that's when the novelty of it wears off. But I, it, I, I love seeing it. I think it. I, I explained it a little bit earlier. Best thing I saw – can you have the best thing and the worst thing you saw over the weekend all at one place? Of course. Because the best thing <laughs> I saw was walking around those tailgates at SoFi and just, it's a different energy. It's a different feel. There's every one of them. By the way, there's for every three tents. Are you tents, talking about Raider fans specifically? Yes, for every three tents, there's a DJ. I'm like, oh, what's, really? What's going on here? And they're playing all different type of music. I got some video of Berg. Berg is salsa dancing in, or no, he's doing. Uh, the Gritty? Like Justin Jefferson? <laughs> no, he's doing the mari- gritty. <laughs> he's he's doing what the heck was he doing? Mariachi? That he's doing the the whole. I, I got the video, and I think he put it up on Twitter. But he's actually got a little bit of rhythm doing his own. Breaking little thing. dance. Berg was doing. Berg was. I believe that he was in his own zone. You had a certain amount of liquor. Everyone <laughs> feels they're in their zone. And then the worst thing I saw is the Greg video dancing? coming out of the game where Raider fans are fighting each other. I'm like, what the hell? How is this all in the same event? <laughs> they. they- they're look. I was just. They're on brand. They they are what they are. They give. They're very consistent in delivering yeah, their brand. So yeah, you. I got, you got both. You got both. You got both in the same spot. What about you, Em? Uh, so the worst thing or I saw this weekend was probably that Reggie Bush commercial. Have you guys that seen it? That was weird. Yeah, that was yeah. weird. I okay. thought the same thing. For those who haven't seen it yet, it's um, it's a Wendy's commercial. Did you see it, Al? No. So it's a Wendy's commercial where um, Reggie Bush is involved, and they said, uh, Reggie Bush lost something forever ago. And then he's, like, trouting out, like, this, um, like, Heisman-esque trophy, but with a burger on top of it. Essentially, they're just like, Reggie Bush lost his Heisman trophy, and now he's here for Wendy's. It was a very bad look, I think, for Reggie. It was it was really strange, for sure, that they're mocking him getting stripped of his Heisman trophy and replacing it with a cheeseburger. It was a weird deal. Like I, I, I like money's money. Reggie, like, you got a lot of options. You don't have to go with that one. I like self deprecation. Yeah, I like people that turn it on themselves. I, I think that's an effective tool. But dude, this is what people know you now, right? Like that you went from one of the great college running backs I've ever seen. He sure. was electric. Yep. To oh, that's a huge mess. To a pro career that was you know average. It was, okay. it, was it was yeah. average. It was less that's than a moment. I think people were expecting. He won the Super Bowl, but. Now he's on TV. By the way, he's not bad on TV. No, Pretty good not. on the Fox yeah. coverage. Yep. Um, to let's make fun of me losing my head. I get it if you're selling Chevy trucks, uh-huh. but cheeseburgers. It just seemed it, it was like, seemed weird to me. It's like it's difference between Tom Brady doing that Hertz commercial where he's like, "Oh, I'm electric tr- like a robot. Like he's getting charged by an electric uh, charger," and him doing like a commercial for like pumps. It was a weird you know, like, I, I don't know. But the best thing that I saw was, uh, so I told you guys about that secret pizza thing I was going to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it is the best pizza I've had in L.A. Mm. 100% would go. Uh, they take orders, I, be- I believe, starting tomorrow at 11 a.m., if I'm not incorrect. What'd you get? It was just a, I wanted to do a baseline. So, like, I just regular cheese pizza, cheese pie. Um, it was a little expensive, but, like, expensive for good pizza. It was perfect. Had a perfect crunch. How big? Cheese was amazing. How big? Um, I would say kind it's of bigger a than smaller. A, no, it's bigger than an average pizza. So it was like not the same size, you know, where the, the size of my face pizza, but it was um, it was a little bit smaller than that. So uh, my roommate and I made a whole adventure out of it. Went and got it. It is amazing. Everybody should go to what it. What did See, a so what size did we order? 
Uh, there's only one size. Okay, only one size. What did it cost for a cheese pizza? Uh, 26. That's a lot, Em. It's not bad for good pizza. $26 for a cheese pizza. I, I hear what you're yes. saying. It's but that but that's, that's a lot. I'm not going to get it every week. It's that just That is the that's the perfect example of those hype. yeah, the hype and it, and they can and they'll people will buy it. It was people worth it for me it. to spend this $26 on this pizza. Yeah. It was a great experience for me and would recommend. Again, it's a little more expensive, but and like go out of your way, but it's good. That's the best result of things like that. That when you do it and it's a little expensive, you're like, I would 100% do it again. That's how you know you got a, a pretty so good. good deal right there. What I would not like to do again is have the Rams play the Buffalo Bills anytime soon. <laughs> I do not. I do not want to do that until February. Uh, well, Buffalo is going to be there. It feels like Kansas City is going to be there. It feels like on that half of the draw. The bad news is the Rams felt like they're a million miles from the, where those guys are right now. The good news, Al is that they feel like they are right at the top of the heap in the NFC. Even mm-hmm. though they lost by three touchdowns at home, it feels like they're, yeah, we're right where we need to be. Dallas looked bad. Green Bay looked bad. San Francisco looked bad. Philadelphia looked bad. Tampa Bay, even though they won comfortably, that didn't look like a great football team. That that looked like a team that is very, very beatable. The only team in the NFC that you looked at and said, okay, that's a little bit better than I thought was Minnesota, Minnesota yeah. but that's it. So all of a sudden, the Rams did nothing other than let a little time go by and let a bunch of other NFC teams play, and you start to feel a lot better about it. they got to improve a ton, yeah. but there was nobody in that half of the draw that says, yeah, they're a million miles from that. Not on that half. By the way, that uh, for the Rams, I, I mean, I think you kind of worry less about everybody else. Whatever happens, happens. But for them, they just got to play better football. We we spent you, all day on Friday talking about Buffalo it. Buffalo and KC were NFC teams, you'd be like, uh just don't see that i could see you walking away from yesterday like all right well we had a we had a bad look so did a lot of other teams and you'll get a chance week two you play atlanta see if they can rebound from it but there yesterday was such an odd day it was i don't know i thought the football was it felt is this the best way to put it it felt like a week one if that makes sense it felt like teams that didn't use a lot of their starters through preseason. It felt like everyone was on different pages. It felt like um, I, I didn't walk away saying, wow, this was great football. It, it, it wasn't. Charger Raider game. Can I use that as an example sure. here? That wasn't a well-played football game. None of them were. There, there were the only two teams that looked really good were Kansas City and Buffalo. And it, it's so funny that you brought that up. It's, it's where I wanted to go next. All, all Saturday, all Friday, and it heard it again on Sunday yesterday and then hearing it again this morning that, hey, you know, the NFL is going to have to go back to the way that they used to do it. We're going to have to find a way to get these preseason games in because these games are really ragged. They don't look good. I heard somebody going on about the players aren't in shape because they haven't been playing real football. Mm-hmm. Okay, 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 okay. Sean McVay lost one game doing it this way. He's 5-1 and one in openers. They won the Super They're Bowl last year. It. They've been to the Super Bowl two times in the last five years doing it this way. That being said, is there a lane to maybe get a bit of a kickstart, a little bit of a head start, that if you do play your guys a little bit in the preseason, that in the first week or two or maybe even three, I'm just a little bit ahead of you and maybe I can grab a win or two that I wasn't going to get anyway. So let me use this as an example. If you're a team that thinks, hey, everyone looks awful at the beginning of the season, we're going to find that happy medium. If there's potentially, if there's a team out there that says that, then you know what? Play that to your advantage. If you're a team that's not as talented as some of the other squads in your division and you think by playing some of my guys in the preseason actually gives me a head start to start the season, then try it. Then do it. The Rams are just not a good example.
No, they're not going to do That's it. That's not a good example. The, the Patriots played their guy in the preseason. Anybody watch that? <laughs> I mean, that looked about as bad as anybody else. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to Los Angeles in Cornell. Cornell, you're on with Trav and Slee. What's up? Uh, yes, yeah, so, how y'all doing? I first want to start off saying, you know, I'm I'm a New Orleans Saints fan, but I Who do that? support L.A. football team. Okay. So far, I've been watching the Rams. You know, I'm supporting them. They look good, you know. But the Chargers, I think they might end up taking some of the L.A. you know future, you know, because they not. I'm sorry, Rams are playing boring. Chargers are more interesting. And I think Sleewell, I think you're making a mistake. I think you might have to go back to the Chargers. They looking real good, you know, really good. Cornell, appreciate you calling in. Uh, let's get let's get one thing. Let's just get one thing out. I ain't going back. That's that that part. That what ship if they went back sailed. to San Diego. What's that? What if they went back to San Diego? They're not going to, but I'm just curious. They are not going back to San Diego, yeah. but very similar to, let's just use you as an example. The Rams left, mm-hmm. and you feel a certain way about them when they came back. Yeah. I, I was, would I would feel a certain way about them if they went back. Yeah, I was all in. <laughs> they said, welcome back, fellas. It's funny because when, when you're there, too, and you just see, I think we were talking about this off air. Bro, that, just what Inglewood, there is this huge plot of land to the left of the NFL network building. If you're staring at the NFL network, I'm like, what's going there? I'm like, wait a minute, what's happening here where they have tarps up and you can't see and fences and this? That whole thing is just going to continue to look more and more ridiculous and everything else. But to just hit on that, um, he could say that the Chargers look great. and all. I don't think they – they should have won that game by more than a, a score yesterday. They, they, I didn't think they looked they that great. They were better than the Raiders, but they didn't look that great. Yeah, Raiders, it, it, Raiders were awful. The, the Raiders, Raiders looked had pretty, three turnovers. Most, I don't think the Chargers had a turnover. We've seen 30 of the 32 teams. Two of them look good. Ten of them look okay. And the rest of them look pretty crummy. Did you see Staley Yeah, go for it on the fourth downs? He, he does what he does. And I kept telling – I'm like, Berg, I think he's going to learn that this time you kick a field goal. didn't learn anything. All right, I got a tweet for you, Slee, that I want to come back. Because this is more – people are trying to understand your Raider Charger thing. They, okay. they have they have questions. Sure. You're going to give them answers. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. When was the last time you ate a turkey leg? Like, not the meat off of a turkey leg, but like a, you know, Roman emperor kind of moment. <laughs> eat it right off of the leg itself. Like Renaissance Fair. Right. Fontana, I went to one of those races. Oh, is that the last yeah. time you got one? And that was years ago. Yeah. How did you do? Were, and they were selling it just like that. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. I went in. 
<laughs> did did you eat the whole thing? I think so. I probably got relatively close. They're huge. They're, they're humongous. There's more meat yeah, on no, that they're, thing they're humongous. Than, I, I had, they had them at, at Key's thing, right? Mm-hmm. They had them at, at the club, and they were the biggest turkey legs I've ever seen. Like, you know, you and think, for those who don't know, you say a club. You guys were at a nightclub, and yeah. everyone had a turkey leg. <laughs> Nothing but turkey legs. You got, Is that um, Jay-Z? You get glow sticks, whistles, and turkey legs. <laughs> this Sounds is, like a fun time. This, this is what you get. I had like two bites of that thing. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I, I had to tap the mat. Well, is that because there was all the other food? It will, well, sure. Like if there was a turkey leg. If it was only a turkey leg, I think you're going pretty it's deep. It's a lot of work. I'm like, can I Can I tell you the truth? Hammered through a turkey leg, more trouble than it's worth. So you took only two bites and just threw it away? No, I picked at it. We all kind of started to pick at it at that point. Like it got he just consumed. handed it over to Chris. No, uh, so we put it on the table, right? Yeah. And next thing you know, Chris peels off a little piece. Key peels off a little piece. Chris buddy peels off yep. a little piece. We ate it. Any sauce with it? Anything? No, because it was wrapped in bacon. It was cooked oh. just perfect. It was. It was pretty Most remarkable. Most turkey legs are not like that. They're, they're, got they're a little dry it's a lot of work. It. Got a little, a lot yeah. of work. I, I don't. Team, no, no more turkey. Legs. You ever had no. one at Disneyland? I haven't. Again, I don't want to walk around all day with a It's hard to resist. It's leg. really good, though. They smell good. Yeah. I'm sure they taste it's good. But really no. greasy. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it feels like a bad option at that point. Oh, my gosh. Look who's here. It's Who none other than George Sedano. Oh, Sedano. Come on in. I, I needed to come in here. You're, you're early, you A little know. early. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually, I got to leave, too. But the, um, what do you got? I came in here because of the pictures I saw of Alan on social media this weekend. Now, are you like, like? Did you literally like? That's it. You're abandoning the Chargers. They, they, no, they, Chargers they won. Done. He hasn't yeah, yeah, abandoned yeah, the them. He long ago, like they, they're dead to him. Yeah, they're done. Yeah, this actually. So the Charger thing, there's basically no connection to anymore. That's it. It's over. And if I have to go as far as I did yesterday, hopefully yeah. that's just a preview of another step of yeah. how far away I'm going from the Chargers. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't go more polar opposite. I feel like. Well, that was the, you know, that was at one point, that was the rival. I used to tell Trav the story all the time down in San Diego. I used to always go to the games, right. Chargers and the Raiders. Tons of Raider fans Raider there. fans would tell me where I can park and where I can <laughs> yeah, park. Yeah. I did that yesterday to a Charger fan. Life is full circle Probably felt right pretty now. good wow. to finally get to turn that on somebody, didn't it? You, you, to, to be able to Now, if he had put his window down Raider and said anything, I would have probably went the but other to way. But just put your Raider t-shirt and chest out a yeah. little bit like, no, you're not parking here. It's over, and George. knowing that you yeah, had your Raider over. fans had your back. That's it. How did that feel? though that entire experience now unfortunately now you know you're aligning yourself with greg bergman which means you're in for a lot of misery in one way shape or form but with the raiders uh, i think that just adds into the equation of misery potentially but you know you know what's funny for about you. that that part doesn't bother me at okay all. okay because you're used to not being all that great as a charger fan if it, if i if i were to jump let's just use as an example you and i talked about this earlier let's say i jumped on the chiefs it's like okay well that sounds convenient yeah no you can't do that Right? So I think this one actually, it hits most towards Charger fans. Yeah. Not even Charger fans. Chargers ownership. I don't care. Charger fans, Charger. Yeah. You want to root for the Chargers, root for the Chargers Bleep all day. Bleep Dean Spanos is like basically your move. Yeah, that's, like the, that's the tattoo. He's not going to get a Raider Nation tattoo. He's yeah. going to get the Bleep Dean Spanos tattoo. There that's was the way that it's going to that said... F the Chargers in his silver and black. And I'm like, that's that's aggressive. Yeah, that, well, that's. A, did you ask where he got it so you could get one? I was, I'm surprised I was, you didn't order four. I was just going to say, tell me where on Amazon. I just go on there. I feel bad for the Raiders, Trav, because they're. I think they're they're not just a little better than they were last year. They, they're better. They are. Significantly better than they were last year. And they may still not make the playoffs. They're in this better division. than they were last year. Devontae Adams had a really good day. Yeah, yesterday. he did. He had a – and he's he, – you saw what the Packers look like without him. Right. So mm-hmm. add that to the Raiders. 
but they're still probably the third or fourth best team in that division. Right? At least they might still make the playoffs, football. but they look, this is not super complicated. Yeah. If your quarterback is something other than pretty damn good, yeah. everything has to go your way. Correct. It's as simple as that. If your quarterback's average and things break your way, looking at you, Jared Goff, right. your team can be pretty good. Yeah. If your quarterback is average and some things break the other way, you're dead in the water. And yeah. that could be the Raiders. And Derek Carr is in that category of average to above average. And you're in a division now with uh, a couple of guys who've won Super Bowls and every the guy who's everyone's tabbing as the next coming of like mm-hmm. the next great quarterback early it's early right i'm not saying he's not good statistically not saying... he's in the conversation with Mahomes and marino like it's pretty hard to be in that conversation it, it is i don't think he's those guys for, yet when yeah. was the last time he was in a game that, that was a really big deal yeah. to, it was the rose bowl he was right. at oregon right right and i'm not the, saying he can't 17th week last year he, he, was and uh, they lost and it wasn't it was, because he played mm-hmm, bad right. he played fine but I'm always a little reluctant to, in the immortal words of Denny Green, crown someone's yeah. ass yeah. when they haven't done anything yet. Let's let's play a playoff game. Let's get into the playoffs. Show me some of that. But I, I think, to your point, I don't think it's him. I, I think the it thing, isn't him. The thing I, mm-hmm. I worry about is the rest of it, right? Historically, they've had terrible luck. I remember the one year, a couple of years ago, where they lost like every game by less than a score or something well, like that. Well, there's some sort of weird like cosmic kicker yeah. thing that right. they can't get yeah. right for yeah. 40 years. Right. And so, but look, now they've got Khalil Mack. You saw mm-hmm. what, how, what kind of an impact that guy had yesterday. Mm-hmm. I mean, was it four hits on the QB, a couple of sacks? Yeah. Uh, I think the he had strip, three sacks. A couple yeah. of, uh, Gerald Everett had a day, former Ram. Yeah. Like they, mm-hmm. They've put together a very good They're team. on paper. They're very they're good. They're really funny. good. Sedano, the way they played and how bad the Raiders played. Why is it a yeah, one score? Yeah, but no, no, but no. Why is it a one week score? One. But I, I don't, I don't like twenty four to nineteen. Yeah, I, I, yes. So there's that. Week yeah. one, nobody's playing their guys. Everything is sloppy. But here's the thing: the Raiders played bad because the Chargers' defense made them play bad. I thought Adams had a day. Yeah, Adams was the one guy. Waller had a couple. It, but the Chargers are a really good team. Car, car, car they can stay out of their way. A couple mistakes. Oh my God, he yeah, made, he, was, he threw more picks. In that game against the Chargers, and he had, I believe, in like six yeah, or right. seven but games combined right. against that's the Chargers. Those guys, that's what a not Derek Carr specifically, but Derek Carr type guys do that. Yep. Right, right. Those are the things that they do. So this will help you too, here, Sedano. This is from uh, Never Lost Romer Slee. This is the tweet. Kind of new to listening to your show, so I'm trying to understand, Slee. Is your issue with the Chargers just the fact that they left San Diego? Is there more to the story than just that? I responded. See my response? I did not. I think my response literally was, no, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> that yeah. And that's it. fair. He, he had yeah, his heart broken. Yeah. And now she's she's got a new boyfriend. And she looks pretty good. She does. Yeah. She, I mean, she got a gym membership and used it. Yeah. She, she, and it's not just like, no offense to LA Fitness. She's like at Equinox. Yeah. You know she's what I'm got saying? a trainer. Yeah. Yeah. She's got a trainer yeah, yeah. who's spending some she's money. At Equinox. Her yeah, new boyfriend yeah. is very successful. It's not Planet Fitness. Yeah. They're not uh, yeah, yeah. $10. They, they, when they were in San Diego, it was Planet Fitness. And yeah. now they've upgraded to Equinox. There's yeah. only, you know, and they got the worldwide membership at Equinox now. Not just the one gym, the worldwide, where it's like 300, Anywhere they go. Yes. 350 bucks a month. Good for any location the trainer as trav said and, and, and he <laughs> and i still have no problem and you're you're trying to fall that. in love again but you keep stalking their facebook page at night are you <laughs> are you doing it beyond uh, i uh, thursday when they play the chiefs i will definitely be watching and hoping right. that the chargers lose see it, I, I can't wait to give it to Cappy because I, I want the Chargers to win just so I can give Kaplan grief the entire time. Well, this, he hates them Cappy, yeah, Cappy, way more than you. Has, I don't know if that's Cappy possible. I, you know, Cappy hates them too, but I think they may be tied. To, so, I just might not. I might not talk about it as much. Yeah. But trust me, there is genuine wait. 
hate for that <laughs> but ownership. the Chargers cost him a job, like, at <laughs> yeah, one point. Yeah. He was they doing sidelines. He was doing sidelines for CBS, and they were like, no, that guy can't, won't do the game. So I know, game I know three Charger fans, or former Charger fans in my life, you and Cap, mm-hmm. and then my buddy, Ryan Coyne, who I played golf with yesterday, he shows me something on his fantasy team, right? He's like, oh, look, I'm doing the So I look at his phone. And the name of his his fantasy team is Blank Dean Spanos. Yeah, <laughs> it's like this is an unbelievable. Send me his contact info. <laughs> he's love, he's become him. like the you know you know in the NFL. I mean, in sports in general, right? There's all these these certain owners mm-hmm. that you look at and you're just like, oh, the fan base hates it. Right? Donald Sterling was one sure. of them. Yeah, uh, you know, Arizona Cardinals, the Bidwell family forever. Right, Artie was, Moreno. To yeah, a point. Artie Moreno. Right, and Spanos is absolutely in that category. But you know what he's looking at? His bank account's a lot bigger now these days. He his just had to move. Team valuation is like three times what it was. And so they're good. That's he, what makes it so hard. And I may be wrong on this, but my assumption the entire time of him coming to L.A. is eventually, maybe it's five years, maybe it's ten years, that he'll sell them for a ridiculous amount of money. And just the NFL. And his siblings will come after him. There's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like yeah. they already As we know, are. Yeah. yeah, they're in the middle there's of that. Like, there's different levels now of sports ownership. Yeah. And he's one of the the poor man owners if you want to call he that is. right yeah. like yeah, and he that's is. and he's so worth mark davis he's yeah. worth whatever right. he's worth yeah. but he's one of kind of those poor man owners that will be interesting Berg and i were talking about this during the game when a gabillion billion whatever dollar that is if the chargers sell down the road and one of those just big powerhouses come in how do they treat it do yeah. they stay at sofi do they say do we get our own one of these I, i'd be curious kind of the difference with mark davis now is that he's in the right place yeah he's he is. Exactly i mean he's the right in place. You know, and vegas was like yeah, ready. come on and and by the way i'm still a proponent that and, and i know the rams probably didn't want this but i think you could have put any team in vegas and they would have succeeded in they could have way. put any team in Vegas and it would have been successful, but no one would have been as successful as, as the Raiders. Raiders. Correct. Yes. But I would have liked the Raiders to have come here and been the team in L.A. and have the Chargers be the team that gone, had gone the to Chargers, Vegas. The Chargers, excuse me, the Raiders, I agree with you, Sedano, that the Raiders were the only team that could have showed up here and instantly had everybody in the palm Boom. of their hands. done. Mm-hmm. It's done. Yeah. It's done. The Rams have made as much progress as you possibly could in six years. Yeah. They've yeah. gone from kind of, hey, we're here, to yeah. they have a real fan base. Yeah. The Raiders would have had one in the All very right. next day. I'm going to leave because I Why are do, you here? I, uh, well, you I was going to round the board. Yeah. No, I'm going to leave because I've already wrecked your clock, which is what we do on our show anyway. <laughs> so fine. now I've just, you know, Funches understands this. So. <laughs> You're fine. Uh, I, I'm going to roll. You guys do this because Mason and Ireland are coming up. Uh, they're they're ready to roll in the bullpen in a second. There you go. Mason and Ireland, super crosstalk coming yep. up here, sleeve, eh, 25 minutes or so. Got the dump around the corner. USC, basically, you could put him in the final four. It's done. It's up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Sometimes you Ra- don't have to. Raider Nation sitting across from me today. Yeah. I love that you got the hat on. That makes me smile. It, it, by the way, looks right. Like you and a Charger hat would not look right to me. That looks right. It's silver and black. You, the, what's, does that guy have a name? Probably, right? The guy in the, the Raider hat. The guy with the eye patch. Does he have a name? You're the Raider fan. You should know these things. Mike. Mike, Mike the Raider. Yep. I'll take that. It looks good on you. That that little lightning bolt thing. Chargers got great gear, but that looks like the right way for you. I went to uh, when I went to go use the restroom. I'm washing my hands. I look up in the mirror. I'm like, well, <laughs> intimidate yeah. yourself a no, little it bit. Just kind of threw me off. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. Look, this on. this show is about nothing if it's not about turkey legs. Let's go to Andres in L.A. Andres, you're home with Travis Lee. What's up? Andres. What's going on, gentlemen? Hey, hey, quick quick note. Uh, Raider fan gets their tattoos. At the penitentiary, <laughs> FYI. <laughs> uh, so, uh, thinking about turkey legs, so I went to Disneyland on Friday. You guys were talking about the turkey legs. They're amazing. They're not dried up like you were saying. The good flavor. But now they have one where you can dip it in barbecue sauce. Well, sure. So, you have the two options. And they got a chimichanga that's amazing as well. I may or may not have had that, but definitely have. <laughs> I'm just saying that, I, Andres, I've had the chimichanga. I haven't had the pleasure of the turkey leg. They sell at the same spot, too. Yeah, they do. Yeah, at the same spot. You're absolutely right. It's, a, it's amazing. you got to try one. So here's the thing. kind of motivated here to go get a turkey leg. Say again, Andres? Oh, yeah. You got to, man. Yeah. Uh, and amazingly, the, the lines were, like, really short. Like, 25-minute wait. Didn't know it was maybe because of all the rain. I don't know. but mm. That's, there, the, that's one time. of the great secrets. Thank you, Andres. Go to Disneyland when oh, the weather's bad. Do everything when it's, the weather's bad. It's, it is like, wait, there's nobody here. This is fantastic. It's a nice little hack. So here's what I need from the turkey leg community. The, from big turkey leg. This is what I need from you guys. I want the meat because the, the dark meat is where the flavor is, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's juicier. It's more flavorful. Got to be cooked, right? This yes. is for sure. But that, like turkey breast, pretty dry. Yeah, Quite frankly, is. it's a little flavorless. There's a not a lot of gravy on got that. Got a lot of gravy and a lot of salt, right? Yep. The dark meat that comes from the thighs and the legs mm-hmm. is much better. But can we have like a deconstructed turkey leg situation where I can go buy that little plastic boat where all the meat is just in the boat? I don't have to walk around like King Arthur. Yes. Can we? just do that can yes. i'll pay extra five bucks just take that how about, meat how about when you're done me. how about when you're done with the turkey leg and it's just sitting there you just have a bone i'm like everybody's like is this a, what is a fossil is a, a dinosaur? <laughs> it's exactly right feels feels like a femur it feels like a human femur it's the biggest thing in the world i'm just it, it, it's a little aggressive for me i'll just stick to the uh the sandwich delivery system all right um sc wins big they look really good yep. in the process they have a genuine star in Jordan Addison. Um, we knew he was a great player. We knew when he was going to transfer in SC that they got the right guy. Stud. You knew that Caleb Williams was going to be a really good player. Yep. You knew that Travis Dye, who was up at Oregon from the first, you know, the vast majority of his That's career, right. was a really good player. But they all fit really well together. Like, all of a sudden, this isn't just, okay, he's a good player. 
right? Oh, Drake London. Okay, he's a good player. Mm-hmm. This is, oh, they've got really good players that fit really well together. They block Slee. If SC gets their offensive line squared away and they find a way, you don't, have to, you don't have to throw shutouts. You don't have to hold the opposition to 13 or 14 points. If you can find a way to keep them in the low 20s, get some stops. they're going to be a some nightmare. They look fantastic. Fantastic. They, they look fantastic. It's funny. Um, listening to the game on Saturday, the, so the game's nationally televised, and the way they're talking about the first half ending they're like, well, they're really going to have to take their time to score on this possession because you want to give your defense a little bit of rest. The defense has been out there a lot, and Stanford had some key turnovers within five yards yeah, of scoring. Emmett Smith's son had trouble holding on to the ball. Yeah, let's, mm. let's just say that. But just to hear them saying that, you know, you have, let's say, uh, a couple minutes left before halftime, well, they should really slow down in scoring at this time. That just kind of wakes you up a little bit like, oh, okay, so you're basically dictating – not we already know we're going to score. Just how fast do we want to score? Because we also get the ball to start the second half. Um, things have shifted pretty quick. And and for me, I think the thing that's most important is you can't take much from the first game, but you can say, okay, wait, they haven't put I don't up. Know if I agree with that. They haven't put up this many points since 2008, and it was Pete Carroll. And you haven't had this much of a blowout. You kind of started seeing some stats. We're like, that's interesting, but. Let's go on the road and see what they do in Stanford. Against a team that traditionally gives you a hard time. Traditionally gives you a hard time. They didn't miss a beat offensively. I think they could have put up a lot more points in that second half, and they didn't. The defense is fair. If you want to say, look, their defense has to be better. But they won by two scores in Stanford. There was never a time that you didn't feel like they weren't going to win the game. I think that's probably what I walk away more with than anything else. So I want to go back to something you said about how the first game didn't mean anything. I, I the opponent was bad. I, I, I'm with you on that. Rice is not a formidable opponent. Rice is not a bull team. Rice is not – Rice is Rice, right? Rice. a bunch of smart kids. Love Brown Rice. <laughs> right. Um, but there were huge expectations coming into that game. They were supposed to kick the crap out of Rice. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to look fast and dynamic. They were supposed to turn Rice over. They were supposed to make a statement. They did. They did all of those things, right? That The Lincoln-Riley era opened with a bang. You could have won that game and won it by two touchdowns. I mean, yeah, Rice sucks. That wasn't the takeaway. Mm-hmm. The takeaway was, damn, look at SC. Look at that. That's incredible. Oh, yeah, Rice stinks, but SC looks great. And then to your point, go up to Stanford and do it all over again. Now, Utah is in a weird spot. Oregon, they don't play this season. The rest of the Pac-12 appears to be pretty crummy. Nice little win by Washington State against Wisconsin this weekend. But all of these things together, out they've put together an opportunity to go to the college football playoff in the very first year. Is it a super easy path all of a sudden? Yeah, it is. And guess what? Who cares? (laughs) Who cares if they go through an absolutely trash Pac-12 to get there? They're going to get there, and now all of a sudden, that linebacker you want out of Ohio, I got a shot at him. Mm-hmm. That running back out of Texas, I got a shot at him. That quarterback out of you know where, Florida, yeah. I got a shot at that kid. That hasn't been true for a very long time. So we're obviously jumping to conclusions here, and there's a lot of college football left, but you cannot not be excited about what SC's done in the first two weeks, Whew. and you cannot not be excited about looking at the rest of the schedule. I mean, listen, in a perfect world, Utah doesn't lose that first game. And you're getting a chance to play Utah in Utah where they're still ranked top 10, something along those lines. They're still there, but they're, I think, 15 or 13, like wherever that. they are. Um, but you can't control your schedule. 
You can't control how bad the Pac-12 is. You can't control that Notre Dame can't beat Marshall at home. You can't control any of that. So for them to just take advantage of what they got in front of them, I, th- I think it does share some excitement. There's bounce. There's buzz. There's expectation. There's buzz. That, there, to there, me, is the biggest th- thing. Watching that game, the guys calling the game, the, the, the environment around it, they're, they're watching the highlight shows, whether it's college football final or the cutaways to halftime, all these Everybody wants SC to be good. Yeah, they do. It's it's maybe other than UCLA fans, mm-hmm. everybody is excited about what's on the horizon because it's one of the few places you can turn it this fast. They've turned it. They went from hey, let's see what this looks like to I think they're going to go to the Final Four in two weeks. I was uh, that happened fast. We were talking about Berg and I were talking about yesterday um, at the game, and we're talking actually just a quick conversation about USC. I'm like Berg, this. This is quick. It's happening fast. You kind of just blinked and USC's back in the picture, and that's a diehard UCLA fan. I think a lot of people understand how, you know, obviously key and important it is for them to kind of You can turn it so quickly because of the transfer portal and everything else. You wonder if it can go bad as quickly. Like if you just have eight bats and all of a sudden phew, they're gone. Can it can it flip like that? Can it go bad fast, or can it only get good fast? What are they? So they got Fresno State this weekend. Fresno State. And then they're at Oregon State and Washington State. Okay, and let, let's back use for ASU. Let's use as an example. They lost at Washington State, and it was thirty four thirty one, and and they lose a game. Uh, I I think there will. You know what would start happening is, ah, uh, here's the Pac-12. Oh, you know what? And that's not to say that the the world is going to end, but I think it could turn quick. I think you're setting expectations right now. You have a beat-up schedule that you could take advantage of. You're not in the SEC or one of these other conferences. The expectations are there, and I think, you know, they obviously— They're a lot better than the teams are going to play moving oh, yeah. forward. A lot better. It's exciting. It's a first time to be excited about USC football in, shoot, Eight years, nine years, years. ten years. It's been a very long time. The Dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. A couple of quick little notes here, Slee. Very quickly, a happy birthday to my mother, who is celebrating her 74th birthday today. Happy birthday, Mom. Love you. And I know that she is a a P1, Slee. She is an avid listener, so happy birthday, Mom. And uh, thanks for checking out the show. I have a funny story for you guys about it it involves my mom. It just reminded me. So uh, Susan and mine's anniversary is coming up here in a couple of weeks. And my mom and dad very generously said, we'd love to take you guys out for your anniversary. I said, great. So, um, and they said, you know, invite the kids if you'd like to. So I sent a group text to the, the three children 
And I said, hey, your grandmother and grandfather have offered to take to include you in our anniversary dinner. Um, it's this date. It's a Friday night, et cetera, et cetera. We'd love to have you, but yep. I get it. It's football season. Kelly's got sorority. So all all of the stuff that's going on. Don't worry about Bobby. So I send the text. <laughs> And here, here, three different responses. Love Bobby. Three different responses. Number Kelly hits me back right away. L- yep. Literally, I hit send response right away. I'll be there. Hmm. Great. The two boys, mm-hmm. where are we going? <laughs> like, not, not, nothing about, oh, that's really generous. It's yeah. like, oh, where? Like, wait, wait. I, I'm going to make this decision based entirely on whether or not I want to go eat dinner there. Dad, send me the menu. Such boys. And photos on Yelp. It Go to an so expensive good. place in and Phoenix I or whatever. Will get back <laughs> State to you. 44, right? I will get back to you. Just so perfect. The daughter just wants to be a part of it, wants to be involved, wants to see yep. grandmother and grandfather. And the boy's like, where? Are we going so to Olive Garden? Like, I told him Chili's. Gotta, you got to dress up. You have to dress up. Homeless movie Tuesdays. Yeah, there you go. We'll Do figure I it out. Do I need shoes? <laughs> How about this? The Sun Belt, okay? Georgia Southern, App State, and Marshall went in and beat Notre Dame, Nebraska, and Texas A&M. The Sun Belt went 3-0 and against the number one independent in the country, an SEC team, and a Big Ten team, and beat all that three so of them. Cool. That is awesome. This, I like the bigger games. I like to watch Georgia and Alabama and Ohio State and SC. But when you get one of those teams that has no business being on that field and they yep. win one of those games, so much fun. Appalachian State is uh, – that's we got to go buy some merch there. <laughs> the, Go to Boone, North Carolina. What? What? The, the app? Or what are they? The uh, Mountaineers. Mountain, yeah, Mountaineers. They're the. I thought they are also Mountaineers. Ab- West, West Virginia, Virginia and, and App State are the Mountaineers. Yes. Mm-hmm. That okay? Somebody's got to do better. And gotta attest Boone. <laughs> I don't, whoever North had Carolina's it first, let me tell you something. I don't care if Appalachian <laughs> State had it second. No one's changing the Appalachian State Mountaineers. It can't be that. The only thing worse team. than being the second team that's the same thing is if you go with like Wildcats or Spartans or Cougars. Tigers. Or one of those things that everybody is along the way. Like Aztecs. That's a good way to State. do it. The, the Who's? Is that what you guys call yeah, yourselves? Yeah, Cavaliers still, would call themselves the Who's. I still get confused, you know, walking into a Dick's Sporting Goods or something like that. Some of the Rams hats and all that. I'm like, guys, that C, it looks like a Charger. A little similar. It's a little similar. Um, do not leave your grill on at football games, people. Damn. Don't do that. Uh, Damn. A grill was left on at the Patriots-Dolphin game, and the end result was, what was it, like four or five cars yeah. literally burned cars. to the ground. Like, they're, they're just this hulking metal Purposes, frame. Yeah. Everything else is gone. Turn off your grills, people. No it one was harmed, like, thankfully. looked like the photos. It looked like a war zone. It did. It did. It looked like somebody had been hit with a missile and blown the whole thing up. Nope, just a NFL parking lot. Okay, so can I? All right. We do the Rose Bowl every year. Yeah. We bring a grill. Mm-hmm. Grill gets hot. You cook on the grill, everything else. And then you typically put the grill away right before you go back in. The grill's still hot. I've been a little careless with that grill on more than one occasion. I think I need to be a little more careful moving forward. I didn't know I could burn down people's cars right next to me. That was unreal. How did they not? Unbelievable. How did nobody get hurt? Well, I think at that time everybody, you know, you're hoping is in the uh, in the stadium. But I'm with you, bro. The the photos, if you haven't seen it, go on Twitter and go see it. All right, Netflix may be abandoning the binge watch model. A new edition of a newsletter suggested that Netflix Uh-oh. wants to move away from the binge model releases in some form. Natalie. Netflix currently uses weekly episode drops for some here? of their shows. 
but it might be a time when they use uh, the best originals as we as a way of keeping viewers engaged over a longer period of time. It's going to be so much better. Oh my gosh! You mean you can, episode to episode? Yes, because then you can talk. If say for example, Stranger Things is something that people yeah. oh really like and can be a conversation starter instead of it having. Uh, just that one weekend when it's released is when people talk about it. You have months that you're talking about it. You have three months that you're talking only about Stranger Things every Tuesday, say, example. So, so it's much better. I, I'm actually – I'm pretty disciplined in this. I can't really go through – if I watch two episodes of something, I'm probably not sitting for a third episode. So I'm not going to binge watch Two's the whole thing. Two's the number thing. for me, too. However, I kind of like the whole let – me, let me watch this as I want to watch it. If I want to well, watch, if I want to get it, if I want to get this in in two weeks, let me watch it in two weeks. You know what they're going towards? The way that television used to be. Yeah, what? right. One a week. That that whatever is That's old what is new again. Too, you know? Right, but you could have both. You could drop one a week, and they're all still sitting there. Like if you want to catch up later, that you right you, a year after the like I I. All of the bigger, the only one I watched like in real time was Sopranos, but The Wire, Mad Men, I was Breaking just going to say Sopranos for me, The yeah. Wire, Boardwalk Empire. You catch I did them later. Fifteen years after they yeah, came you, out, yeah, you catch them later. They're great along the way, and we they're basically reinventing network television. <laughs> Congratulations to them! It's pretty exciting. National Video Game Day, Slee. I plan on not observing. I will play the same <laughs> amount of games, video games Funch today, and that I, I play every day. We are playing a Mario Kart tournament right after the show. That's right. We are. That is fun. And I, I do like that, that game. NBA Jam, fun. too. Yeah. Look, there's Which one's fun? NBA, NBA, NBA Jam. Jam. Mm. I love that one. Like the old school one from the 90s? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's Kemp. fun, too. Yeah, yeah I've Sean played that, too. Gary Payton. Yeah. No, Stockton and Malone. I can't love stop, Stockton yeah. and Malone. Yeah, you can't stop that pick and roll. Well, Stockton wins. He's on fire. Once you get to that, he's making half-court threes. Uh, Carl okay. Malone's is pulling this, his way to the hoop. Is this something where whoever's, like your kids, do your kids play video games? Uh, Michael does pretty regularly. The okay. other two really know. Does Michael in 20 years sit in front of a microphone with his friends and say the games that he's playing right now, oh, those were the best, I'm they're sure. classics? I'm sure. Or are the games we're talking about? actually classic no i think they're they're both right you, mm-hmm. the, the classic games are the ones that you play when you're 10 yeah 12 15 i'll demolish you in zelda <laughs> well how about pong i i i am from the era where you you connected this thing to your tv that yep. was the size of a refrigerator uh-huh. and you would put yeah. it on the back Atari. you had to turn it to channel three or whatever it was and you had a paddle on the left yep. and a paddle on the right they would the go best. up and down and that was it. And three hours later. Mesmerized. I know. You could not turn it off. You would sit there all day long. Uh, what time is it? It's 4 o'clock. No, it can't be. I started playing this at 8 o'clock in the morning. It can't be 4 o'clock. I haven't played. Uh, FIFA. FIFA I played for a little bit. National video. Emily, you're not a gamer, are you? Uh, no, I only did like Nintendo stuff, so I did Nintendogs and um, Mario Kart. I want Mar- one of those chairs. Mario Kart. You know those video game chairs that they have? They do look comfortable. <laughs> they look amazing. <laughs> you're like kind of reclined. They spending nine hours in them. They're going to make them right. <laughs> not a bad way to do it. We nearly had two ties in the NFL yesterday. That would have been a bad way to start the season. That the Steelers got the luckiest win you are ever going to see. Still win? It is a win. You're right, but that you had to have a backup long snapper. You had to have a million things break your way, and it still came down to the very end of overtime to make it. How do you walk away? Like when you go to a game, you paid the price that you did, and you walk away in a tie. Isn't that such a weird feeling? I look. Yes, is the answer to your question. I'm okay with ending a game in a goofy way after uh-huh. we've done it a regular way, like in hockey, right? Prevent hockey, the, hockey, the game ends. 
Okay, for a long time, they continue to play five on five for a five minute uh, overtime mm-hmm. and would end on a tie. Then they went to the, sh- the three on three, which they do now, which is okay. And if that's still tied, we're going to shoot. We're yep. going to end this and somebody's going to win. Look at Major League Baseball, runner at second base. I don't care if you got to a point, play an NBA, was it five minutes in overtime? Right? Five minutes, yep. So five minute overtime. If it's still tied, Let's do first one to miss a free throw. Let's just let, let, let's end this thing. Well, and there get goes it the Lakers' with. chances, right? Well, no, I'm just saying football. <laughs> okay, end of overtime. We're yeah. still tied. What was it Texans and Colts yesterday? Field goal contest. We're just going to keep moving it back five yards until one of you guys misses. Somebody needs to win these games. No the, more ties. The Steelers almost always have a tie every year, and it always ends up being the reason they get into the playoffs too. So I was okay with the tie if it came out of that. Speaking of the Especially Steelers, in the regular season. You know, yeah. like you can find a way to finish it where the rules then change in the playoffs. Yeah, no, playoffs you play playoffs, straight playoffs, up. You do, but you I'm saying the way up. now they're giving each side an opportunity. Like you could, it doesn't have to be the same rules in the playoffs. TJ Watt uh, may or may not have a torn pec. Uh, ah. He's going to see some more doctors along the way. If he does have a torn pec and he needs surgery, he's probably done for the season. I mean, you saw that go down. You saw yeah. Dak go down. Some pretty big injuries first week of the season. Yeah, and by the way, that's always the when your squad has hope. When you're zero and zero, and then you walk away from week one, you're like, uh, yeah, the entire season changes with some of these injuries. That's the NFL. Yeah, well, look, the, the, the Rams got out of there healthy, if nothing else. I guess yeah. that's uh, some silver lining, and everyone else in the NFC sucks. Silver lining number two, things are looking up. It's time for a little super crosstalk. Without Mason here, I don't know if somebody's supposed to whoop. Is that up to no, you, John? Ma- or Mason what do we do? has shockingly called in sick. <laughs> I know that you don't look that surprised. I'm not. I'm not. Now, he claims he has COVID. Okay. Now, he's the only person who hasn't had it here, so it's highly possible that it's true. But here's the interesting thing you haven't had it yet either, nor have I. Okay. Wow. Well, we're all now on the hook. (laughs) I had that. Okay. So, um, but the interesting thing will be so when I got COVID, I just did the show from home for two weeks. What odds do you think? Now, I look for ways to work. Mason looks for ways not to work. What are the odds you think Mason will do the show from home any time in the next week? 5%. You don't think he gets bored by, like, Thursday? 5%. No, again, he looks... Yeah, you would know more than anybody. he looks for ways not to work. There's not a moment on Friday where he's like, okay, we're getting close. I'm going to give a 20% chance on Friday. Friday. Well, there's a great Thursday night NFL game. It's Chargers Chargers at Chiefs. That's right. But I, you know, he. I knew he was he was going to take days off this week. When last week he said, "I'm in it for the long run." And I go, <laughs> "I'm not taking any days off." Because so I go, first of all, I'll bet you any amount of mythical money that that's not true." And then he backpedaled. Well, uh, one day in October and two for Thanksgiving. I go, setting it up. I'll bet you any amount of money you want to bet that outside of those days you will take more. It took me one day to win the bet. <laughs> Literally one day. <laughs> that's a pretty good turnaround. Yeah. Um, have you welcomed Alan Sliwa to Raider Nation? Now, Slee, here's the yeah. thing. Yep. Was this your first game where you went to a Raider game and rooted for the Raiders? Yeah. All right. The first time I did that, I was at UCLA. They had moved to the Coliseum. And I was converted immediately, overnight, by, by several things. Number one, it's like Halloween. Mm-hmm. So many people dress up. Number two, and I mean this in, in all the positive ways, the women at Raider games are spectacular. They it's not lying there. It, it, it like number one, it, and the cheerleaders set the tone. So they're the most scantily clad cheerleaders in the NFL. <laughs> the other girls that come follow their lead. They're fun. They're partying. They as, as long as you're a Raider fan, they're into you. You know what? It is. It is like I'm like. 
Did I just die and go to a place where it's okay. Halloween with hot girls? This is, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. And ever since then, I've been a Raider In December. Fan. It's not so, near Halloween. So here's the thing that I, and I, this is going to sound like I'm throwing shade, and I swear I'm not. Okay. I mean this as a compliment. Okay. The Raiders are the only fan group that seems completely disconnected to the results of the football team. That they're right. all in all the time. It's always a great party. They're always welcome to have more people come in. They're always believed that the best is right around the corner. That the Raider We haven't, mythology... Trav, we haven't lost a game since 2001. <laughs> Clearly. It's the great, like, it yes, is so strange Yesterday it looked like we might lose for a second, and yeah. then I, you know, I turned it off with three minutes to go, knowing the Raiders would simply it's, pull it out. It's the most oddly yeah. admirable thing in the world where the result of the football okay. team is irrelevant. True story. I'm working at Channel 2. The Raiders are playing in the – this is the last time the Raiders went to the Super Bowl when they got clocked by the Bucks and John yeah. Gruden. Mm-hmm. Keys team. Yeah, and uh, – so they sent me up. They're playing Tennessee in the AFC Championship game in Oakland. That was a team with Rich Gannon. And uh, the wide receivers were Tim Brown and Jerry Rice. Mm-hmm. And Bill Callahan was the coach. And we all thought we were going to win, but we got boat raced in the <laughs> Super Bowl. But anyway, so uh, the Raiders used to play right next to the Oakland airport at yep. the Oakland Alameda Coliseum. It was a uh, it, the, right next to Oracle. Correct. It was a dual parking lot that housed both the Warriors and the A's Raiders Stadium. So what you would do if that game was like at 3 in the afternoon, Channel 2 would fly me up at like 9 in the morning. You'd just rent a car at the airport, go straight there. People were tailgating, so you had plenty to, you know. Plenty to, of content. Yeah. Um, we would cover the game, spend one night there, and come home the next day. So we get there. We go to the hotel first because we're going to check in. And the guy gives me a room key. I go up to my room. I use the key to open the door. I walk in and there's a girl in her underwear ironing her outfit for the game. The room had already in been given away. I go, "Oh, I'm so sorry. They gave me this room." And without missing a beat, this girl goes, "Well, we can share it if you want." <laughs> I never met her. I never met her. I didn't know her. That's how you know you picked the right team. Right. And she goes, we can share it if you want. I'm just going to iron this and go down. Welcome to to Oakland. And go down to the game. And I literally looked at her and I go, God, I love being a Raider fan. (laughs) You sure you were in a hotel and not like a flop house somewhere? No, it was like a a hotel where a lot of Raider fans say, like the Oakland Airport Hilton. You know, right next to the hotel. And she goes, she goes, well, I'm leaving in 20 minutes. You can have the room. Like, she didn't know me. She didn't know anything about me. Make you a quick cocktail. Yeah, it was. And I went, so did you experience any of that? Once you you show up in Raider gear, were you not treated royally? No, and I I mentioned to him from the start of the show, it was as good of an experience I've ever had in the NFL. It's awesome. Like, there's no other way to put it. Yeah. Wherever you walked... I was telling him every, I swear. And if every, you walk this way and you've got like 20 Raider fans walking the other way, everybody just going, Raiders. <laughs> How about Raiders. on the, on the escalators going up and down inside of SoFi? That's an experience in its own. But I was telling him, anywhere you walked, it was like there wasn't this, oh, well, that's that group or that's that. It didn't matter whether you were with that party or you were not. If you stopped You're part you of the were same wearing tribe. Raider gear, everything was fine. It, it literally didn't matter. It was fantastic. Yeah, and if, once you identify silver and black, you're in the fraternity, man, and you can do whatever you now want. Now they just need Derek Carr <laughs> they not will to throw loan, three interceptions. Yeah, they will loan you anything they have. They will, like <laughs> Literally, if you walk up to a Raider fan at a Raider game and go, hey, man, I forgot my wallet. Can I get a 20? I'm going to go buy some beers. Do you want one? Guy will just hand you 20. 
It's uh, Raider fans are the greatest. You got to try that next time, Al. When when when, when the they only come... thing we didn't understand is the the fight video. We're like, are these Raider fans the, fighting each other? The Raiders are coming back to LA again. They play the Rams this That's year right. on December eighth. Right. Yeah, right. that was part of our uh, give. Now, by the way, you guys now Mason and I blew everyone's doors off on the Cover Five you guys contest. Did. Killed that. All right. But you guys are are barely ahead of Sedano and Cap. Yeah, we need to do. Better you need there. to. You need. I, we tried to get them into it, and they're like Sedano. The minute he found out that we like fixed the contest, <laughs> he's like, "Well, I don't want to have dinner with Craig Carmazon. I've had dinner with. Craig. I, this contest is stupid, you know." And it's so now. Now I want him to finish dead. Now you so want I'm him to come in third. Guys. Yeah, right. We'll so, have to. So we'll you guys to up need to, to add bit. some cheddar to whatever that is. So John, let me ask you this because I I obviously got a little bit of cardinal and gold colored glasses on right here watching. Yeah. Are they as good as I think they are? Because I know that Rice stinks. I know that Stanford's not great. But seeing what they have on the offensive side of the ball, got to get a little better defensively to be sure. But it feels like they're going to score 35, 40 points a game. This feels like – I know the – And think the, about the, this. The Lincoln-Riley experience was going to be a quick build, but I didn't think it was going to be quite this quick. All right, Sleep, so pull up USC's schedule. They don't have – I mean, I think they have to play at Utah. They do in about a month. Um, mm-hmm. Notre Dame was the Stinks other big awful. game, and they're bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think they're they're definitely a ten win team. They're going to outscore. They had to do the punter at USC. You're not going to get a lot of action. punter at USC. I seriously would think about like transferring so you could show yeah, other people <laughs> like, how you punt. like not even putting my pads on. <laughs> I mean, I'm not getting in this game. But but yeah, they're offensively. They're, I I didn't know. I knew Jordan Addison was good. Yeah, I didn't know he was that good. Mm-hmm. Mario Williams is great. Caleb Williams seems to have the whole game controlled on a string. Mm-hmm. I just it's, don't know how you're going to outscore them. It's not just that. Everything you said is true. I'm going to add one thing to it. They all fit well together. Because sometimes you'll put a bunch of good players from a bunch of different places together. They don't connect. And it's like, okay, yeah, yeah you're good and you're good and you're good. But collectively, you're not that great. Throw Travis Dye in there from Oregon. Yeah, who's the back? He's a really good running back, too. All of those pieces fit incredibly well together. They play Utah at Utah. Utah looks maybe a little bit less than we thought. They don't play Oregon at all. Right. They get everyone else that's even mediocre at home. They'll play UCLA at the end of the so, year. So, and John, I, look at this. So, just yeah. going off yours. Fresno State this weekend. Win. Okay, at SC. 3-0. At Oregon State. 4-0. Home against Arizona State. 5-0. Home against Washington State. Now, they're good. They beat Wisconsin this yeah, weekend. Yeah, they're good. That that could be a sleeping game. If that game was in Pullman, I'd be worried. But I think at you the You think Coliseum, they're good, John, or you think win. that Wisconsin's not good? Because well, watching – I only watched the first half. I didn't see the second half. But watching that, I'm like, wow, Washington State's hanging, but it felt more like Wisconsin wasn't good. So just yeah. let, let's use. I that think as, Wisconsin. I think Washington State can give them a game, but I don't think I don't think they'll lose at the Coliseum. Use that as an example. If that's the game, Washington State right. at the Coliseum, that we're saying, hey, that might be a good one. That shows you it's not that good of a schedule, right? After that, that's the one at Utah. That's your measuring stick, yeah, really. That's, that's the, Utah being one and one. And and the one thing I've 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 worked games at that stadium it, in Salt Lake. Yeah, what's the date? It's almost a month. I think it's October fifteenth. Yeah. All right. If it gets cold and starts snowing, then then that's kind of an equalizer. But I right now, if I had to pick that game, I'd pick SC. A- after that, you're Arizona, Cal, Colorado, the at UCLA, and then and then finish it off. Colorado might be game. the worst team in the country. Right. Um. They. It. it USC's going to win. T- trounced against Air Force. Yeah. USC's going to win ten. 10 Play games this out. minimum. One loss, USC. Let, let, let's say it's Utah. Okay. okay, but let's say USC comes back, wins the conference. They had a, a Pac-12 champion, one-loss team. They put USC in that Final Four. Probably. Right? Now, does 
What is does the SEC does, have a one loss? I was going to say, does Alabama or Georgia have a loss? Yeah, well, the, somebody's got to have one, right? Because yeah. presumably they meet in the SEC championship. But game. if it's if it's if both of them are not in, they will pick if it's one loss SEC versus. Assume one somebody runs the table in the SEC. Assume okay. that the runner-up has one loss. Yep, there's and two SC's teams in. And SC's got one loss. So you're going to put the runner-up in the SEC ahead of a one-loss yes. SC team? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you think so? That one's would. easy. But I don't think you could take a two-loss SEC team ahead of a one-loss No, USC. I'm not so remember sure. Our argument, so was, sure. our argument was SC runs the table. Yeah, yeah. No, if SC doesn't lose, they're in 100 but times But a one-loss SEC team, yeah, I think they You know what I was thinking about, too? Mm-hmm. It, it, how quickly your reputation can change in this town. Um, everybody assumed that Carol Folt, the president of USC, mm-hmm. and Mike Bone, the athletic director, were both idiots who didn't get it. When they kept Clay Helton on and they let Rome burn mm-hmm. and USC, which you never would think is a four-win team, mm-hmm. became a four-win team last year. And everybody went, wow, Carol Fulton and Mike Bone don't get it. They don't get how football is the front porch at USC and how they get more PR from football than anything else, and they just ruined it. Boy, do these two not get it. Then almost quietly, oh, I'd have two doors down from Bruce Feldman, who knows everything about college football. He didn't know Lincoln Riley was coming, and he had talked to Lincoln Riley like two days before, and he said, and he had it first, and I'm like, how did they keep this under the radar? He go, They just did. And now you look at Carol Fult and Mike Bone, and they are, cons- the program. they are considered the people who turned the whole thing around with one move. Well, that, just like that. I'll be honest. I didn't think they could get somebody like that. Like when they were talking about go mm-hmm. big game hunting. Like look go, at Nebraska now. Right. Hi, Momo. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> you came straight from TV. Yeah. You're, yeah. All, good. Made, you're all made up. Lashes, you're ready to go. Your hair is perfect. Yeah, you're you're making good. us look bad but over there. I know. <laughs> they, they turned that thing around like that because it wasn't Kyle Whittingham, right? It wasn't a, a Pac-12 assistant. It wasn't a, a Lane Kiffin. It wasn't right. a Sark. It wasn't a Clay. This was other than Nick Saban and maybe Swinney. This was the guy. This was the guy. Right. And they got it done. They got it done quick. And now, all of a sudden, with NIL, the fact that they're good, the fact that the local recruiting, there is no structure to turn it around any more quickly than what SC found like, themselves in. To your point, like think about Nebraska, who fired Scott Frost. Yeah. He lost yeah. to Clay Three Helton. Games. Yeah. You can't listen to Clay Helton. That doesn't Wait a minute. Clay Helton was the coach of that team? Yes. Oh, oh wow. Dear God. <laughs> um, so if you're Nebraska – and anybody but Nick Saban will say yes. Who do you offer it to? Dabo's not having that great of a run over the no. last couple of years. Well, and Dominic and Sue Kirby went on Twitter and smart. said, I'll do it. I'll do it. Kirby Smart is interesting. Um, Ryan Day at Ohio State has kept that thing cranked up. Mm-hmm. Right? Ryan yeah. Day is another really good choice. Um, you know who else I'm curious to see how they do at Miami? It's Mario Cristobal. Yeah. He's been yeah, really he good where he, he's, he's, he's probably went, not. But if you're saying, Miami, yeah. if you're going big game hunting, these are the guys. These are the guys that you're going. Because there's and, nobody else out there in the Pac-12 and, and of that all you want. The, all, the, all the names that you guys just mentioned obviously don't include um, don't include Bam in this. They got the guy. Like, is he not the perfect guy? Does he not well, also? The thing about Lincoln Riley, too, was he can stay here for 10 years. You know, yeah. they gave him $100 million, but he may be here at the end of that contract. I mean, that's the amazing thing. When it gets going there, it's like anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Or it's unlike anywhere else. That There are a handful. Oklahoma, yep. Ohio State, 
Alabama. Well, when Pete Texas, Carroll had this thing up SC, and running, it was Camelot. He, yeah. he got yeah. it. Whatever player you want, you go get Brian Cushing from Jersey. You go get Lindell White from Colorado. You take. You're recruiting nationally. You're finding the 25 best players. You're getting 17 of them, and you're keeping every good LA kid home. That's the recipe, and they're onto it. We've, again. we've talked more SC in the last two weeks. I swear, we talked the last five years. Like that's yep. how quickly it changed. So real quick, Ramona, does Stanford stink or is SC that good? Uh, we're not expected to have a great year this year. <laughs> yeah, so they stink. That Co- was very diplomatic. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Oh, you have Emmett Smith's kid. Come on. Yeah, I mean, we should look, have him hold, hold on to the ball, ball more. Yeah, look, we tend to get better throughout the year. Like David Shaw's a good coach, and our team tends to get better. So we start off a little slow. Sometimes we lose like San Jose State or something. We'll like we'll lose some early games. Um, if we have an experienced team coming back, then that's when we sneak up and beat SC early in the year. We have like some. We may not be good, but we are at least experienced. This year, we're neither. Um, so uh, it takes a little bit of the wind out of SC. I was hoping yeah. you would say no. They're actually going to be a pretty good team. Because they did not they, no, look like it. I was I hoping that's because they'll, they'll be better was good. than they were last year. They'll get better as the season when it goes on. But they're not. They're not supposed to like win anything this year. That is super crosstalk, Slee. <laughs> Raider Nation, Slee over Raiders. there. Lee, Lee's got his hat. Oh yeah, right. you guys. Are, I'm outnumbered That's in here. It's right. three to one in here. We can't really. We can't really fans. lean in today, though. It's <laughs> not a good game. What are you talking Apparently about? Apparently, it doesn't matter. Apparently, it doesn't matter at all. Three picks. And... I was going to say, I, uh, you know, I was worried, so I just turned it off with four minutes to go, knowing <laughs> oh, that the Raiders okay. came back to win. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> Mason and Ireland coming. <laughs> I've lost in 16 years. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow.